This week on Inside Motorsport, we conclude our chat with TCM's Rowan Harmon. And we look at where Touring Car Masters Racing can move to from outside of Australia. I hope you'll stay with us. One thing that uh, we looked to TCM as being an Australian sport, but uh, a couple of years ago at Bathurst, we did see that the New Zealand version, which isn't TCM per se, but the New Zealand version of this type of racing, was able to come over and join together with the Aussies and have a, a, a bit of a nationalistic battle as well as some great racing. Uh, well, 2016, we had the cars that came over were um, cars that were fairly close to our uh, TCM rules and regs, and they um, adhered to our RPM limit, limits. Um, we didn't worry so much about the weight because the tyre they run on wasn't as good as our Hoosier, and that all balanced out. That, that was terrific. Uh, 2019... Um, the next batch of cars that came over on their insistence that, you know, we don't have the rev limits and their tyre was still the same, not up to ours. And it just so happens that, you know, Angus turns up with the, the Mustang and let me tell you, he's no slouch behind the wheel, knows Bathurst really well uh, and put on a, a terrific show. The problem in New Zealand is we do have TCM New Zealand and it, it's growing over there, but they've got, they're a very fractionalised uh, category New Zealand. There's there's Central, Northern, Middle, South Island, Top Island. I know off to the left there, and someone's off to the right there. Muscle cars and historic this, and they're a mishmash all over the place. There's no one dedicated, call it retro or, or classic muscle car slash touring car category. So, it, it, and it's building over there. We've got people in New Zealand that want to try and establish themselves based on the on the TCM rules here and a lot of them have built cars uh, that meet that and that, that will grow over the years. So yes, there will be the, well ideally there'll be the um, Australia-New Zealand band to keep on going but it's, uh, 2019 wasn't a true representation. I mean, Foggy's car I think was running 88, uh, 88 or 9200 RPM and you know, the, four or five of those cars were just rocket ships. You know, had they been on our RPM level, uh, it wouldn't, I reckon they'd still be competitive but um, as it turned out, yeah, made some of our cars look a bit slow but in reality our cars still set TCM lap records up there. Tell me uh, what do you think are going to be the potential problems and pitfalls that ARG and TCM together are going to be facing in the next year, two years or so? None. Cost is always a thing and that's every competitor in every category um, and you feel that there are enough things in place to make sure that we don't see anybody coming in, in with a the latest uh, whiz-bang rocket ship, uh, uh, so to speak. Uh, no, I don't see that. It's down to the to the driver. I mean, if you know, if Lee Holdsworth turned up in an Erebus-built A9X, he might make a few of the boys stand up <laughs> and think, "Crikey, what's going on here?" You know, because he's fresh out of supercars, or think of any other last two, three-year supercar drivers. I mean, these guys are at top of their game. That's why they're in it for ten or fifteen years or whatever. You can always build a better mousetrap, but usually it's a it's a mousetrap that looks prettier. The basics are still there. Um, and then it's got four wheels and four-wheel disc brakes and an engine and a gearbox and a diff and a set of shocks and a set of springs and a set of rules. So if you want to get down to the finites of it, well, aerodynamics, well, the Monaro's actually got the best aerodynamics out of all of them. The Mustang's got the best 
static balance out of all of them. The Chevrolet Camaro's damn slippery. Like, work out yourself which way to go. So there's no no pitfalls on, in some hero coming in with a large budget. And when I say there's no issue with... I mean, TCM is a category that's well-established. ARG will be giving it, um, I would say, the attention it deserves. And that I, I'm really looking forward to, especially with the TV coverage. And as you say, not getting bumped left, right and centre just because somebody else wants to do a TV interview and, and hog your TV or some huge company wants to make sure that their category's out there running and they're willing to pay the bill. When's your next uh, race meeting for you attending? I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll have to see what uh, if the Phillip Island Historics is on uh, next March. I hope it is. Um, but uh, look, I've got, with Christmas coming up and... Um, I've just I've got no spare weekends for the next three years, to be honest. Uh, but I'll I'll get to so wherever TCM's running, that's where I'll be. Put it that way. So um, I won't be able to make it to Tassie uh, for the Australia Day for the the race to Tasmania and that that double header also with the Trans Am cars uh, the following weekend and S five thousand down at Baskerville. Um, I would have loved to have been there because I think basketball's a fantastic track. I've had a lot of fun there. Got a couple of my old cars still race down in Tassie, so we're good to catch up with those guys. Look, at the moment, I'll just have to rely on the on the Channel Seven coverage of TCM on on uh, on, on race weekends. We'll be doing the same sort of thing. Rowan Harmon, ex of uh, TCM, thank you so much for joining us at Inside Motorsport. Uh, best of luck with all your projects, and I look forward to in particular seeing that Monza for one. And, uh, well, look forward to just a, a sit down and a chat. And I certainly we'll put in our calendars at some stage in the future to get you on to talk about uh, some design. So thank you for joining us, Rowan Harmon. Ideal, Tony. Thanks, Craig. My thanks to Tony Whitlock and also Rowan Harmon. I hope you've enjoyed the chats with Rowan over the last few weeks. I know it's been fascinating to find out more about category management and the Touring Car Masters in particular. I'm here with Tony Walls, a man who I met uh, in January, February this year, as his son was running with Bruin Beasley and M-Tech in the TRS. And we're now at Sandown, and your son is about to make his debut in Career Cup. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, today is his first day in a tin top, so uh, I think that's been a, a new experience, but he's made progress every session, so I think he's... Uh, yeah, you just qualified P5 um, on one set of tyres, so we'll see how the weekend goes. Now, your plans were this year that he was going over to do um, Formula 3? So he was doing Formula Renault, and um, yeah, he, he relocated to um, the UK to drive for Arden, and I think we, uh, we were at the, um, the first... Uh, test, sorry, second test day, and that was when coronavirus sort of broke out big time in Spain, and, and essentially uh, the, the teams were like, run, run for the hills, make your own arrangements, go back to where you came from, and uh, immediately. And so I literally got the call from him, I think it was two o'clock in the morning, and said, um, oh, I'm at Barcelona Airport, I'm, I'm coming back to Sydney. So uh, okay. it, it, it happened all very fast. Okay. Um, but not in the speed at which you like motor racing. Normally to be. No. No, and then of course uh, I mean the season was was um, was shelled until the second half of the year. We went to go back to, to Monza for the start of the season and literally the Italian government wouldn't give us free entry and the, the day we were supposed to jump on the plane um, we 
had to pull the pin. From there, it just became more difficult. He, we, we had no base in the UK from which to work. I mean, you know, a couple of the other Australian drivers were able to get back there and run Formula 3 and other things, but they had already had an established base over there and it, uh, it just wasn't possible logistically really for him to go and compete and so I think we, we again we, we looked to go back in September and it, by then it was getting far more difficult you can get out of Australia but don't count on coming back in and uh, right. so okay. so that was really the end of it and yeah we've just been waiting and seeing what was going to happen for, for 2021 yep. and I think at the moment there's still a huge question mark about coronavirus vaccine etc etc we would have gone back for TRS uh, but again TRS border to New Zealand still closed we will TRS you still need to spend 14 days in quarantine and uh, we're just not prepared to do that so here we are at Sandown having a crack at Tucker Cup. The intention is Jackson will do the full series. Uh, that's the plan at this point in time. I think that that's where we're headed. We haven't sort of, you know, completely finalised. I think, you know, Andy and I, who've obviously raced together for a long time and know each other very well, we just said, well, look, let's have a weekend down here. And if he likes it and it's what he wants to do, we'll we'll, we'll go into uh, 2021 looking at doing Curra Cup. Now, did you race Curra Cup? I know you raced GTs, but... Did a couple of years in Curra Cup before, before GTs. Yeah, okay. that's right. All right. Now, if the car is obviously a development on from uh, what you drove. Have you driven this car? No, I had the 997 and then the 99. Uh, one generation one car, and so the generation two car looks a little bit different, of course. But uh, essentially, uh, but, but look, they work the same way. So yeah, I haven't driven this car, but it's not a mile away from. I mean, realizing that you know you haven't been actively racing in the last couple of years, do you expect that you'd be able to sort of talk to him about driving this sort of car compared to the open wheelers? Sure, sure. I mean, look, we've been you know working on this in the last the last week when we knew we were coming down here. Right. We went at track walk yesterday. You know, we can, you can you. Know, there's things you can clean up on the sim before you get here yeah, and uh, okay. I've forgotten how rough this circuit is so I haven't <laughs> run here for a long time but um, it's well used well used <laughs> yeah so look, look every car has its idiosyncrasies and this one's no different yeah. okay. alright well wonderful again to talk to you Tony Walls we look forward to watching Jackson develop both through the category because that is the great thing about the category is there, there are experienced drivers there and there are young drivers and obviously Jackson's going to have that education uh, race against them. Yeah, look, I think, you know, Andy and I were just sort of discussing this in the in the truck about who was fast and who perhaps wasn't as fast as they were. Fair to say that as you get older, you slow down. You, you know, but I mean, guys that he's raced with like Lovey and they're here doing a good job and Parry and, you know, they're, 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 all, they're all doing a good job and I think the, the young guys will, will probably be at the front of the pack when racing starts. We look forward to watching that happen in Career Cup 21. Thank you, Tony Walls. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye. Bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.